Mom, can you come get me? The Dallas Stars are playing down to their competition again. Oh, oh, shoot, Mom. Actually, I have to record today's podcast episode, so I'll, I'll call you back later, okay? Love you. Bye. That's right, folks. The Dallas Stars are once again playing down to their competition. On today's episode, I'll cover everything that went wrong in their game against Columbus and talk about some things that they can do to improve so they can start racking up some wins over the next few weeks. All of this and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis. It is Tuesday, October 26, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Whether this is your first time listening or you are a recurring listener, I want to say thank you for stopping by the show. It truly means a lot to me. Thank you for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Subscribe or follow the podcast if you do not do so already. Uh, you can you know, subscribe and follow on YouTube as well as wherever you get your podcasts at, whether that's Odyssey, Spotify, Apple, you name it. Uh, go ahead and subscribe and follow and leave a review if you like what you hear from the podcast. Um, that's all my my nice thoughts for now, <laughs> um, because I do appreciate you guys listening um, and truly do love getting to cover the Dallas Stars. But sometimes the Dallas Stars make me upset. And that was the case in last night's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Dallas Stars. Losing four to one on the road, really three to one. The fourth goal was an empty netter scored at the end. But regardless, a blowout, absolute domination from the Columbus Blue Jackets, a team that, you know, I said yesterday, and I think many other people would believe that the Dallas Stars are better than and that the Dallas Stars should have beaten. Uh, you know, I, I firmly believe that Dallas should have won this game, that they had the talent to do so. Um, they just didn't do it. They did not execute. And we're going to talk about some of the reasons why uh, getting right down to the nitty gritty. I think one of the biggest issues from the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets last night was covered pretty extensively on, on the Valley Sports broadcast, especially from play-by-play -play, uh, announcers, Josh Bogard and Daryl Ray, uh, you know, talking about Dallas's passing up open, open shot opportunities and open looks at the net. Uh, Coach Bonus has shown a lot of frustration recently, according to Bogard and Ray uh, on the broadcast, you know, with his team's decisions to make passes when they have open shots or when they have high quality looks at the net. And even, you know, Rick bonus called the timeout during the game and they, they cut to, you know, several shots of him destroying his team on the bench, absolutely lighting them up. And you, if you watch the broadcast or saw a clip of it on social media, possibly you can probably read his lips and, uh, you know, you, you know, he said some things that I cannot say on this podcast, uh, and, probably would never say because I don't know if I've ever been as frustrated as Rick bonus, even though watching here from home, uh, I was getting pretty frustrated with the way that Dallas was playing at certain times. And it's not like Dallas wasn't shooting the puck. In fact, they outshot Columbus 32 to 26. Um, so fairly close, but still they outshot the blue jackets um, by, by quite a few goals. So Dallas did fine when they did shoot. I think they had some good looks throughout the night. They had some really good opportunities to put the puck in the net. They just happened to run into a brick wall and that brick wall's name is Elvis Mers Lincoln's. Uh, and I just got to say hats off to him. He played an absolutely phenomenal game. Uh, you know, even just as a Stars fan, a guy reporting on the Stars, 
it was part of the frustration was just watching how well he was playing. So hats off to Merce Lincoln's absolutely phenomenal performance, but it came at the cost of the Dallas Stars trying to build off what was a nice offensive performance on Friday night versus the Kings. And we're kind of back at square one now as far as the offensive efficiency goes for the Stars. And, you know, there was just a few instances where Dallas would have a player open or they would have a really nice high percentage, high quality look at the net and they just passed the puck or, or tried to find someone else when they didn't really need to. Um, and I've been saying, you know, throughout this early part of the season that Dallas needs to pass the puck and that I think that that's a key to their offense. But that's more on the more controlled, normal possessions. Uh, and so don't don't confuse my words or think, oh, now I'm backing up on what I've said earlier and being a hypocrite. No, I still believe that that is the case when Dallas has. You know, things slow down and they have, you know, time to run plays, if you will, and have longer possessions. I, I still think passing is the key, but I'm saying on breakaways, fast breaks, whatever you want to call it, it's okay to be selfish with the puck. Uh, I know Dennis Gurionov, I know for sure, had a look in the first period. And then I believe it was Jamie Benn at one point in the third who had a nice look, both of them kind of coming from the left side of the net, um, coming towards the goal, and they chose to pass it out, and the puck ended up getting you know, knocked loose and, and broken out and nothing came of it. Uh, and so super frustrating to watch. And so, yeah, it just comes down to that. Dallas needs to be selfish in in those situations. And, and those guys need to say, hey, I have a look at the net. Is it going to go in all the time? No, you, you're not guaranteed that. You, you know, you might run into a goal a goaltender who's having a really nice night, um, who's going to block shots and, and, you know, just be in the zone. But at least you're challenging the goalie when you take those open looks. You're telling him, hey, when I have a look, I'm going to be shooting the puck at you. And, and, you know, if several guys on the team do that, that lets him know that he's got to stay ready at all times. If you're passing out of those situations, then he, you know, he's able to rest back a little bit more. And he, and then at that point, he knows what your game plan is. He may see a guy breaking, you know, breaking down the ice on his own with a shot, but he's going to think, oh, he's probably going to pass it out because that's what they've been doing all night. And then he's going to be prepared for that. And so I think what Dallas needs to do is when they have open opportunities on breakaways and fast breaks, they need to take advantage of those because those don't come super often. And and both teams had a fair amount of opportunities tonight. And that's kind of what the game boiled down to is Columbus capitalized on their breakaway fast break opportunities and Dallas did not. So yeah, you just don't need to reinvent the wheel. If you're the Dallas stars, don't try to do anything too fancy. Don't try to play, you know, hero ball. Is it hero ball? If they play with the puck, not sure, but don't try to play hero ball. Just, do what you can do as a hockey player. There's some really talented scores on this team. We saw Dennis Gurionov score a really nice backhanded goal against Los Angeles for the win. And he had another opportunity to put up a similar shot in the first period against Columbus. And he he didn't. He passed the puck. I can't remember who he passed it to, but the puck ended up getting broken up by a defender. Um, and there was really not a, a solid attempt on the net for a goal. So I would love to see the Dallas Stars, whenever they have fast break opportunities in the future and in coming games, to take, take shots, and I know Rick Bonus wants to see that as well based on what we've heard from Stars reporters, Stars TV personalities as well as the video clip we saw of Rick Bonus on the bench after he called the timeout in last night's game. So we'd love to see Dallas take a little more initiative with their shot opportunities. Uh, you know, they had some good looks, and again, uh, you know, the, goal, the goalie for the Columbus Blue Jackets just had a phenomenal night. So there's really only so much you can do. Nice to see Dallas get some good shots up, but they could have put more up and I think they had some really nice opportunities that they squandered. But thankfully, Tyler Sagan spared the Stars from a complete offensive embarrassment, putting a, a puck in the back of the net at near the end of the third period when things were already kind of out of reach. Uh, and of course, that was on a six-on-five opportunity. Braden Holtzby had been pulled from the net to give the Dallas Stars an extra skater. 
Sagan capitalizes. So at least we didn't get shut out, um, but still not the result we want by any stretch of the imagination. Coming up next, I'm going to continue to talk about some of the bad things that I saw in last night's game versus Columbus. But before we do that, I want to say thank you to some sponsors of today's episode. And the first of those is Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season is here with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason baseball, that is, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Today, I want to also tell you about a simple way that you can get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. I just want to take a moment and talk about some more things that Dallas, in my opinion, did poorly in this game. And I know many others on social media, on TV, believe this to be true as well. And that is just turnovers and sloppiness with the puck. Pretty much every goal that the Columbus Blue Jackets scored in the game last night could have been pre prevented by just more disciplined and well-thought-out plays by the Dallas Stars. Um, kind of going goal by goal through the first three goals that were scored for Columbus. Um, you look at the first goal that was scored in the first period by Oliver Bjorkstrand. Uh, it was really just the result of poor puck handling in the neutral zone um, and just bad positioning. Uh, Dallas kind of being sloppy with their passes and then guys just not being in good spots to get back and defend a potential, you know, barrage of, of an offensive opportunity from Columbus because, you know, they probably weren't expecting the puck to get turned over. So they're trying to, you know, get down the ice, get into the offensive zone and set up a play there. Um, but just due to some poor execution on the offensive end, um, York Stan is able to capitalize and put, you know, the first goal of the game in the net. Um, and, you know, the Stars just didn't also really show too much initiative to try and get back. I think there were some guys in position. If you go back and watch those, uh, you know, the recap, the highlights of the game, some guys that maybe could have gotten back and they just failed to do so. Um, you know, leaving one guy on a, on a two-on-one, I believe it was Ryan Suter, um, who was kind of the lone defender there, who's trying to defend two guys, which is just really, really hard to do. Gives Braden Holtzby a lot of extra work to do with two guys to have to keep an eye on. Um, and, and the Blue Jackets capitalized just on the poor passing, poor positioning from the Dallas Stars. Goal number two was the result of Dallas taking too long to clear the defensive zone. Uh, this happened in the second period. Um, they had the puck kind of in the right corner if you're thinking from the broadcast angle so the far corner uh, of the ice in the defensive zone uh, and they just took way too long to kind of get the puck out of the corner and then uh, I believe it was Sekera tries to make a kind of weird backwards fancy pass backwards um, to his teammate I, off the top of my head and I don't have it on my rundown so I do apologize for that can't remember who he was passing it to uh, maybe Radic Fox uh, again not 100% sure um, you, you can go see the highlights for yourself on YouTube or on the NHL's website as well. Um, but Sekera tries to make kind of a weird pass backwards when he could have maybe tried to, you know, 
shoot it on the boards or around a, a Columbus Blue Jackets player that was on the boards, um, which I think would have been the smarter play and being quicker to get the puck out of the zone. But instead, he passes it backwards. It basically gets kind of tipped um, and intercepted. And then Gregory Hoffman is able to take advantage of that and notch his first career NHL goal off a broken play from the Dallas Stars, just being too slow to get the puck out of the zone. So that could have very easily been prevented by just you know, showing some more sense of urgency um, and trying to be quick with getting the puck cleared. Goal number three comes from a poor positioning uh, layout by the Dallas Stars once again. Both Michael Roffel and Esselinda were fighting for the puck kind of near the neutral zone, kind of at the top of the Stars' um, offensive zone, uh, both kind of fighting for it there, which is fine to have two guys fighting for it, but there was another guy back towards Columbus's goal and then two guys kind of on the opposite side of the ice. Um, and Columbus in that area just had numbers and they were able to poke the puck loose. Then they had a three on two where they're skating down the ice quickly. Dallas doesn't have a whole lot of time to rebound because they have one guy back by the, you know, the opposing team's net, two guys that are on the board that were fighting for the puck with their backs turned. So now they have to turn around and go back and, and it's just not an ideal situation. Uh, you know, neither of our guys got the puck. So why even bother having two guys there if we're not even going to get the puck out uh, and Columbus gets it out. They feed their three on two. Um, ends in a nice goal from Zach Ornis Orniski. Uh, and then Dallas finds themselves down three to zero in the third period. Um, goal four, nothing much to cover there. It was an empty netter after Dallas had scored one goal to make it three to one, trying to shrink the lead even more. Um, Braden Holtby was out of the net. Nothing to break down there. That's just Columbus, you know, taking advantage of stealing the puck and no one there to guard the net, which happens almost every NHL game uh, more often than not. Um, and I think some people will want to look at this game and, you know, maybe kind of not talk about those mistakes and they'll maybe want to pass the blame on Braden Holtby. Uh, and I just think that's unfair. This was definitely his worst game statistically. Um, and I'll, I would accept the argument, you know, from anyone that was like, oh, this was Braden Holtby's worst game as a Dallas star so far. You know, this is a, a bad performance by him. And I, and I think that's fair. Uh, you know, part of the responsibility is on the goalie to stop shots from going in the net. But in his defense, his teammates were not doing him very many favors with the way that they were playing with the puck so loosely. And so what seemed carefree uh, at times, uh, just putting him in poor positions, you know, that's hard for any goalie, you know, whether they're a rookie or they're an elite goal goalie, you know, it's hard for them to make the kind of plays that he was being asked to make by his team, you know, with man advantages uh, from the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, you know, you just can't make mistakes as the the skaters on the team and expect your goalie to just carry you throughout every single game um, because as great as Holtby has been so far this season, we can't expect him to have these outstanding performances every single time. Uh, and, and if the Dallas Stars continue to make mistakes like this, then that's going to hurt Braden Holtby even more, and we're going to see his efficiency go down as time goes on. Coming up next on Locked on Stars, we'll talk about some more positive things from the game. Uh, because I do do there, there were some few small little positive things that we can cover. Uh, and I don't want this to be all negative, even though last night's game was pretty bad and there's not too much good to pull from it. There is some that we can look at um, if we take a nice bird's eye view and some maybe some positive things that the stars can build on as they look to take on Vegas on Wednesday. But before we do that, I want to take a moment and thank another sponsor of today's episode. And that is Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
You can save time and money when using Rock Auto because Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every single customer. And they have everything that you could possibly need for your car or truck. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Moving on to the last segment of today's episode of Locked On Stars. I want to take a quick moment and acknowledge some of the good things that came from last night's game in Columbus. Even if there were very few of those things, there still are some things that we can pull out of it um, and you know maybe leave us with a little small little little bit of confidence going into Wednesday's game. Uh, and, and the first thing of those, I, I want to start giving out a star of the game. <laughs> you see what I did there with the star of the game? This is the Locked On Dallas Stars podcast. Uh, you, you can hate me for my fun or you or you can love me for it. Uh, I, I think it's great. And, you know, it's right there. So, of course, I'm going to take the opportunity to do that. But win or lose, I do want to give out a star of the game each time. I'm going to highlight a player who, you know, whose performance was great, whether, you know, the whole team played great and gets a win or the Dallas Stars lose. And maybe this guy, you know, still stepped up and, and did his best to contribute to the team. And tonight or excuse me, last night, because I'm recording this. Uh, right after the game. So that's why I said tonight, but you're hearing this on Tuesday. So last night, the star of the game goes to Miro Haskinen. Uh, it could have gone to maybe Tyler Sagan or even Dennis Gurionov, both of them um, with plenty of shots on goal. Tyler Sagan had five, Dennis Gurionov had four, but Dennis also passed up on a scoring opportunity. So that definitely eliminates him from, you know, getting the star of the game. And Tyler Sagan did have the lone goal of the game. Um, but of course it was on a man advantage on, Kind of a weird ricochet type play. Still a nice goal nonetheless. Like to see Tyler Sagan continuing to score goals in back-to-back games. But I think Miro Haskinen was all around the Stars' best player on the ice tonight, which he's probably been the best player on the ice almost every single game for Dallas, um, which which is great because I think Miro Haskinen is needing to have a big season, and he's having a big one so far. He skated the second most minutes of any Dallas star tonight besides Ryan Suter, who had 23 minutes and 6 seconds to Miro's 22 minutes and 54 seconds. So, like, a small second difference there. Um, Suter probably just had a longer shift at one point due to just where the puck was. He probably had to stay on the ice just a tad longer. But overall, Miro pretty much played the most minutes tonight of any Dallas Stars player. Um, he had four shots on goal. He recorded a hit, and he just continues to be a nice guy to have on the ice at even strength, on the power play, on the penalty kill. He can really do it all. He's, he's like a Swiss Army knife, even though he's from Finland, so he's like a Finnish Army knife, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that comparison works, but I just did it. Uh, but yeah, he, he's a guy that, that, you know, that coach bonus can put on the ice at pretty much any moment in the game. And you can trust that, you know, he's going to be giving it his all and he's going to be looking for ways to help his team gain an advantage. Uh, and, you know, he, he had some really nice, you know, moments of trying to set some of his guys up for shots that again, were just not going into the net because of, uh, Merz Lincoln's playing really well in the net tonight for the Blue Jackets. Um, another really good thing about tonight's game, the Dallas penalty kill looked good. Uh, you know, Columbus was scoring goals, but they were all at even strength whenever Columbus was on the power play, which was four times. Dallas shut them down all four times. Uh, so that's still really nice to see that, the you know, the Dallas Stars PK continues to be pretty solid throughout the season. They have had moments, you know, where teams have capitalized on the power play. Um, but really no team is perfect at the penalty kill, but it's nice to see that, you know, Dallas still had that going for them on a night that was otherwise pretty disappointing. Um, Dallas did go over three on their own power play, 
uh, opportunities, which is a negative. But I think that they had some of their best looks of the entire game whenever they did have the man advantage. Um, had some really nice, you know, shots at the goal, shots that maybe on any other night are going to go in um, or connect. But again, they were playing against freaking Superman in the net tonight. Um, Merce Lincoln's just dialed in on another planet, on another level. Uh, but still nice to see Dallas have some nice opportunities. Maybe on any other night this season, the, the, some of those shots go in and maybe we're talking about a different game that was maybe high scoring back and forth um, or, you know, high scoring and Dallas maybe wins or, you know, they only lose by one goal and it's five to four. Um, and that's just NHL for you. Sometimes you're just going to run into a really hot goalie or, you know, a goalie starting out a nice hot streak. And that was just the case tonight for Dallas. And they were unable to come away with the win, but still some nice things that hopefully Dallas can look to improve on. Uh, Wednesday and Friday as they take on the Vegas Golden Knights and the Ottawa Senators, both at home, which will be really exciting to see back-to-back home games for the Dallas Stars. That's all we have for today's episode of the Locked On Stars podcast. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we take a deep dive and give you a nice preview of the Dallas Stars versus Vegas Golden Knights game. Game two at the American Airlines Center for the Stars this season. The Vegas Golden Knights are struggling right now, and at the time I'm recording this, they are last in the Pacific Division. They are not off to a very good start, despite many of them, you know, many people around the NHL community favoring them to win that division uh, out, out west in the Pacific. But so far, that has not been the case. Um, so we'll preview that game. We'll talk about ways that Dallas can take advantage of the struggling Vegas Golden Knights. Thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked On fantasy hockey podcast with host scott cohen that man can help you win your fantasy hockey league with his years of hockey insight and expertise you'll want to go give him a listen you can find his podcast anywhere that you find your podcast at it's absolutely free so go check him out if you want some advice on your fantasy hockey leagues be sure to subscribe to the show and tell your friends about the show leave a review if you like what you hear and be sure to follow me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis that's at D-A-N-E, two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Stars. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another game day edition of Locked On Stars.